This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette won the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. My anger on a pole match. And Hogan, you big bald son of a bitch, kiss my ass. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Now you're the editor, right? Yes, I am. Mankind did it! Chappy Chappy! Beep beep! Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage! I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. My week would not be the same. Forget the music. Yeah. We're, we're live. My week no would not be the same without Al Snow every Thursday morning. I, that, that's a shoot. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be Thursday without me. You yeah, know. listen, man. Or we without Ryder's mom. So. Without Ryder's mom. Listen, bro, we got... She's the only woman I know that's still practicing social distancing in the bedroom. <laughs> listen, the bro. We've all got to stand in line, you know. Jeff, I got this nailed down our last show on Tuesday. The big one. The big one, bro. Uh, yeah. Matt Jones. Yeah. So Matt he's he's, con- he's confirmed. He's confirmed because he's going back and forth. And I'm like, look, buddy. Let's lock this down. Enough. Let's lock it down. Can I lock this down? And he came back with a yes. So it's locked down, bro. Locked down. You've, you've been t- waiting to stir the pot between oh, Al and yeah. Yeah. Now, I swear, yeah. we're going to talk a lot about this, but I want to talk to you a little bit about it personally, you know, without uh, Matt in the room. Uh-huh. Bro, I'm sitting there crying during the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Th- that's what I miss. That oh, I is what I miss. Bro, wrestling can make you cry. Yeah. That is what I miss, bro. Yeah. And that's the brilliance of Greg Whiteley. You know, that the way he did it, the way he, he put it together. I mean, you know, that literally is the brilliance of Greg. He told a story. That's what you always hear. You hear me say throughout the whole thing is selling who and why and telling a story. And that is what everyone can relate to. No one can relate to what we physically do. They just can't. Yeah. They're only, honestly, if you really want to break it down, there are only seven things we do in that ring that the average person's ever experienced. Only seven things. And that you would know and relate to physically how it feels. Other than that, there's nothing else. So I, you know, the 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 trend like we've talked about today where, you know, talent are so convinced. I mean, they are so, it's like a cult and they don't want to, they don't want to change it. You know, they want to, Oh, you're, you know, you're old school and things have changed. Things are different now. And you're right. They are because you've changed them. And that's why there is a decrease in uh, audience, you know, that, your audience isn't nearly as large as it once was. And the reason it's not is because you're not giving that audience what they've paid to see yeah. or what they've tuned in to see. Yeah. And so as a result, they're, they're starting to tune out. They're starting to turn it off. Well, Al, before, like, listen, bro, let, let's be honest, man. You, you are, listen, uh, uh, Whitley, tremendous. 
Yeah. And I, I, I do. When this series is over, I mean, you got to hook me up with a one-on-one with this guy because I really want to get in his head. But now, let, let's face, like, yeah, let, let's be honest. Yeah. You, 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 you laid out the the match and the way things were going to go. He shot it beautifully. But I swear, like, you know, I didn't lay out anything on that match. Nothing. I, I literally, I can't do that anymore. I literally went in there and I just said, you know, here's the deal, guys. Just follow me. And just react, just do what, you know, follow me and listen. Um, and then I went out there. I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew that the gimmick of the match was uh, Shannon, the dude. And the minute that bell rang, if, I, if it were real and I really wanted to get my hands on him, what would I do? I'd yeah. go out after it, yeah. you know? And so throughout the match, there would be places and man, I, I'd be, you know, something, you know, uh, Doug and Adam would be in the ring doing something, and all of a sudden I'd shoot across the ring, or I'd run around the ring and go after him and chase him. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and that this... told the story, yeah. Of, and 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 so you understand, like that. That all I did was I worked the gimmick of the match. The gimmick was getting my hands on him because that was the whole deal. If we won, we got. I got five minutes with Shannon by myself, so. If that was really the case, and I really genuinely wanted it, what would I constantly be trying to do? Yeah. Like, well, well just- this is though. Like I swear to God, like Jeff, you know, Al, you know, like Jeff, I've been watching this for fifty years. Uh, you know, I, I I go back to when uh, Spiro Sarion when I was yeah. a kid, and he turned on my beloved Chief and was shoving the war dress down his throat, and I was I was wrecked. So let, let, let's just talk about the setup for a second because I'm going to tell you where I lost it. So this was freaking phenomenal, B- better than anything I ever did in my life. So we foreshadow with the head in the locker room. Yeah. But then it does, Al doesn't go out with the head. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We foreshadowed with the head. We're definitely seeing the head. Like, my God, I, I promise you that Al and uh, uh, Mr. Whit- Whit- Whitley are not going to get this wrong. But, Jeff, like, then the finish comes and there's no head. And I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, oh, wait. Bro, then the slow motion shot of the head being thrown. Al, I was weeping. And mixed in with the ECW footage of I'm weeping. doing the same I'm thing. See, my wife is like, what the frig is wrong with you? <laughs> like, but to be honest, and, and, and people get weird, freaked out when I tell them this, if I'm in a tag match, the gimmick usually is the tag. Right, right. If I bring the head out with me, it's going to become unquestionably. It's going to become that, you know. Yeah. So always yeah. in those situations, honestly, I've uh, just recently, you know, I will literally run back to the locker room if I have to, and pick it up and come back out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at some point in the match, um, there was. I just recently did a, a like a cancer breast cancer show you know fundraiser show for charity and a lady had brought one in the audience and so i'm in a tag match again it was like a six-man tag so you know there's no place for me to do what i do with the head and then but she had it and at the last minute i had her toss it to me and 
you know, the place yeah. doesn't. Oh my God. I, I, I could, I, I, I literally, I literally texted you bro right after I watched it because I, I was so, all right, out. Yeah. God, I want to bounce this off you, man, because okay. I really I want to get your first thoughts and reaction to this and almost like, what do you do? Is there anything you could do? Do you do nothing? Okay. Okay, Al, you know, you were there. It, 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 I think, yeah, it's footage on the last episode. You were there, Flair's last match. Oh yeah, yeah, and everybody went to it, bro. Everybody went to it. Okay, yeah, there were everybody was a who's who of everybody. That was great footage, man. I really <laughs> enjoyed that footage in the last episode. Um, and listen, Al, let, let's let's be honest. There was a real concern for Rick during that match. I mean, I I thank God Jeff was in there with him. Really, I I couldn't think of anybody better to be in there than Jeff. Because, yeah. you know, Jeff knew how to handle it. God forbid something happened. Jeff would know what to do. But, you know, like, l- let's face it, like, there was a little concern. I think he even said, bro, he blacked out at one minute or something like that, right? So, thank God, knock on wood, he gets through it. Yeah. Okay, Al, literally, bro, less than three months later, He's talking about having another match. Now, that isn't even the story, though. Hear me out. So, like, one thing Jeff pointed out that, like, really is, I don't think it's the most important thing in this story, but I do think it carries a little weight. And now the more I think about it and seeing the footage on wrestlers, bro, when when you're promoting this as your last match, yeah. And everybody goes out there, bro. It's like, you know, McCartney saying, I'm giving my last concert. And you know every mu- musician in the world. And, and you've got everybody there, bro. Like, I loved when you saw Paige. I, I, but I want to ask you this, because I was trying to think, like, when you saw Paige, you know, there was a there was a moment there that I that I really enjoyed. I really didn't understand your I, I don't I don't know your history with Paige that made you really, you know, like so excited to to see him. We we could talk about that because I want to yeah. understand that. So everybody's there. F- forget about the people that paid money. I'm talking about everybody in the industry is there. And now three months later, he's like, well, that wasn't really my my last match. Yeah. So, so Al, I went on my sports key to show. And and this is what I had to say to to set up. Uh, F- Flair responded to this, so Dude. go ahead, Jeff. Play the clip. Ric Flair does not want that itch to go away. Bro, let's 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 just face it and be honest. Let's let's call it what it is, okay? Ric Flair's absolute dream is to go out in the middle of a wrestling mm-hmm. ring. That 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 to him. That is the perfect story for the end of Ric Flair. That is the perfect final last chapter. He died in a wrestling ring. I I really believe that's what he wants, Chris. I really do. And listen, man, bro, he can go out and do whatever he wants. I mean, it doesn't doesn't affect me one way or another. But I'm telling you, bro, I honestly believe that that is his fairy tale. And you know how, bro, listen, musicians have died on stage. 
Sure. You know, and like that, that was Tiny Tim, man, who I, who I love and adored, died on stage. And, and there's something about being a legend when you die doing what you've loved to yeah. do. Yeah. And I, I swear, bro, I honestly believe that is somewhere in the back of his mind. Well, Vince, it appears heroic. It's it's that it's that yeah. type of psychological effect of, of the the hero dying his last, you know, uh, final battle. You know, still dying as a hero, and that's what he's going to be known as. It's and so. Remember the wrestler Randy the Ram. Randy the Ram. The yeah. end of the movie. Well, I mean, yeah. that's that's it. I mean, yeah. that's that's yeah. what it is, bro. Yeah, he want he wants to die the hero, and that's and that's the the psychological effect that Ric Flair still has. And that's the thing. I mean, like, you know, Rick. All right. So, Al, that's what I said, and that's what I truly believe. And when, when, I, when I use the wrestler as an example, bro, like that, that, that's what I'm talking about. Bro, when Randy Loram went up to that top rope after heart surgery and everything else, and it's like, bro, I want this to be the last thing I do. Yeah. And, you know, then it fades to black. That was shot beautifully. Yeah. So Rick responded to this, Al. And, bro, I didn't even know. I didn't even know how to respond back. So I said nothing. Uh Here's what he said. For the first time, Vince Russo, he's addressing it to at the Vince Russo. For the first time, Vince Russo, I totally agree with you. We've had our differences probably because of Bischoff, but he's an issue in everyone's life. I left my entire family behind trying to be the best I could be in professional wrestling. I totally agree with you that I would love to die in the ring. I spent my entire life there, so why not? Then Then he gives a woo. Thank you for the respect, which Eric Bischoff has never shown me. Al, I, <laughs> I was, love the shots of Bischoff. Yeah, which, <laughs> but Al, I was so taken back by that. Like, as, as one of the boys, as somebody that knows him so well, number one, how do you feel when I read that to you from one of your freaking colleagues? And number two, like, what what do you do when this man says something like that? Oh, I mean, look, I understand. I get it. You know, when you do something that you're so passionate about doing, then for him, what better way for it to come to an end? You know, the hardest thing, you know, for a lot of a lot of people that are, you know, like you're talking about musicians that die on stage and et cetera, when you it, it takes so much commitment and so much passion to uh, pursue something like this that the hardest thing for uh, a performer is when their career dies and yet their life continues. Mm -hmm. How do you continue to live? How do you continue to be alive, feel alive when the one thing that gave you that, that reason, that purpose is gone? You know, and so, you know, I'm sure if you were to poll a lot of wrestlers, uh, you know, especially of that generation and of that level of commitment and, you know, uh, uh, time in the business, they'd probably tell you the same thing. They'd probably tell you that they would they 
deep down, most of them would want to go out while they were actually doing what they love to do, you know? I, and can you blame them? I mean, you know, what's, what's the alternative to uh, sit and rot away in a bed? No, you know? no, he, here's the alternative. Do what you do. Do what Cornette is doing. There, there are, there, there are a yeah, million, not, a million. Not in, do that though. I mean, not it. Why? Not why? 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 Because it, it takes, uh, you know, honestly, it takes a certain aptitude. It takes, it takes a lot of patience, you know, um, to change gears and to go backstage and then, you know be willing to accept a lot of responsibility and be willing to no longer be the thing in the spotlight. I, I, I think that's what it is in a nutshell, because you, you are, you are totally fine with that. Cornette's totally fine with that. Jr. I think at this point is totally fine with that. Eric Bischoff is fine with that. I can go on and on and on and on. Yes. I mean, me personally, I think that's what it's really all about is ego and spotlight. I, again, I don't think it's just ego and spotlight. I, you know, you've got to understand, you know, that again, when you you are so passionate and it, and he has allowed this. Let's face it. I mean, it's obvious he has allowed what he does to become who he is, right. and and he has no identity outside of it. None. You know, not there's there's there is no Richard Flair anymore that guy died years ago and now there's just rick woo flair that guy is the only guy that exists in his his reality yeah you know and if he were just richard flair still you know let's face it if he were just richard flair then richard flair could go on and live some kind of life outside of the ring but that richard flair died ages ago long ago richard flair went away and he, he ain't coming back. So, so, well, to to further the story, because you know, yeah, hey, listen, I am, I'm, I'm irrelevant. I'm a moron. I'm stupid. I know nothing. Okay, so right. to to carry on the story, God, everyone, John, so yes. yes, I I said publicly, bro, I'm telling you right now, Sting announced his retirement, and yes. he announced one last match, and I said, bro, I'm telling you right now. That last match is going to be Sting and Rick. Oh, you're oh you're oh you're out of your mind. And I said for three reasons. Listen to my listen to my three reasons. Number one, Rick clearly stated, "I I want one more match," and literally has there are recent pictures with him and Tony Khan backstage. So Rick is already working the last match angle for a big payday. Number two, and you will relate to this, bro, because of the type of guy Sting is, we both need, we both know him. You know, Sting is going to feel indebted for everything. He should. Right. He should. Right. I mean, without Flair, Sting would not have rose to the level that he did. And Sting knows that, and he's the type of guy that wants to repay that. And I said, number three, Tony Khan's a mark. Yeah. But seriously, though, those are the three. Re- so, yesterday I mean, the big tease was yet another match. I mean, yeah, yesterday the big tease was uh, uh, <laughs> Tony Khan had a big retirement surprise for uh, Sting. Guess who comes out? Where 
All right. <laughs> like, okay. I don't. I, I don't have a clue to anything that I'm talking about, bro. Of course, sir. You gotta. We. You know. Look, I'm in the same boat. It's constantly we have to prove ourselves all the time. And you know. Oh, you were only you were only right the last nine out of ten times, but this time you're completely wrong. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. You're right. Al, to me, the measuring stick should be this about last matches. This should be the, the measuring stick. If it has to be a six-man, there should be no last match. The retirement match, to me, should be when it's the last time you can go one-on-one against yeah. somebody. Not that we got to put eight guys in the ring to cover you and this, that, and the other thing. So, I said it's going to be Sting versus Flair. I, bro, like that to me is like you can't do that no matter what. So it's probably going to turn into some kind of a six way. But I'm sure Jeff and uh, Lethal will probably be with Flair. Yeah, and then you put Darby in there, and you, you know, Sting and somebody else. Yeah, yeah. You window dress it, you know. And then they, they let the guys come in and just do their particular spots. Yeah, see, that's why I loved what you did, bro, because <laughs> it was you and Basham. And and we're, we're seeing throughout the entire seven weeks, he's obviously your right-hand man. Like, that that makes all the sense in the world. But when when you want to have retirement and now we got to put six people in there, now we got to put eight, like, come on, man, like, seriously. But whatever. Yeah. Well, and the reason we I did a tag – was because Shannon is a radio, you know, and I got to give Shannon credit. And a lot, even a lot of the boys here don't know this, is that he comes in every Tuesday afternoon. Now, this is a guy, you know, he's never going to pursue this as a career. You know what I mean? He has a very, you know, longstanding, uh, successful career in radio. Uh, but he has enough respect for himself and enough respect for the business he comes in on Tuesday afternoons for two hours and trains in the ring every wow, single day. That's, that's has, a lot. has been doing that, you know, for a very long time. I mean, because he, he cares to, to, and has respect to do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, even, I just had a, you know, I had to uh, basically not chew him out, but, kind of have, you know, give him a taste of reality uh, kid that's got all the tools, has the height, has the looks, has the charisma, you know what I mean? You know, has moved away from home, is down, you know, here. Brother, you could not drag him by the ankles in that building when it's not a a show. When, you know, to where, and that's all of them. I, you know, I don't, I don't harass, I don't, preach i don't harangue them anymore in regards to coming to train on their time you know i just don't because i I used to do it for a long period of time and it just created a negative environment and it never motivated any of them to do it yeah you know uh but like i tell them all the time michael jordan practice reggie jackson practice you know wayne gretzky practice you're not that good. You know, you're not even close. So why are you not in here investing in yourself and and training and practicing and developing your timing, your distance, your footwork, your in-ring conditioning? Because that's the only time that you're going to get the proper conditioning is when you're in the ring. You know, so that if an opportunity comes up, you're as prepared as possible to take that advantage of that fully as much as you can. Because, you know, when you get there, 
they're going to expect you to play on that level. Mm-hmm. And you haven't been in there developing the skills on a regular basis enough to where you can, you know, and uh, it's, it, it's so bad. Okay. It is so bad that last year, think about this. You, you're a professional wrestler. Your objective is get on TV. Mm-hmm. Why? So you can get exposure. You can have brand awareness. You can sell your product. Get on TV, you know, and do whatever you can do. Okay. Not to mention, you've got a device in your pocket that now gives you access with social media to literally sell yourself all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Nobody does that. Right. But let's make it even easier. We have a multi-million dollar film production going on from the end of May to the end of August, okay? And we have a film crew that are there every Monday and every Wednesday night, two hours a day, to film these training sessions with Doug Basham, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And again, remember, you got to just get on camera. You didn't even bother to drive 15 minutes in town to show up there to get yourself on camera or, hey, it's not that busy. There's not that much going on. You don't have a you have a chance now to sit down with some of the producers, have a conversation, tell them your story. And they go, hey, this guy is pretty interesting. Let's now cover him and focus on him throughout the show and tell him the story. No, couldn't bother to invest in themselves enough to do that. I mean, what more can you do? How much more of an opportunity can you give them? And then those same people were walking around pouting and boo-boo facing of the fact that they weren't featured as much on the show. Yeah. Al, do you know I love telling this story? Bro, do you know I saw an interview with uh, uh, Seinfeld. To this day, Al, in his office in his home, he has a a huge one wall is a calendar with the 365 days. Okay? Every single day, he writes a new joke. He has done that from day one when he started in comedy. That's Michael Jordan getting his reps. This is Jerry Seinfeld for crying out loud. Like to this day, he wakes up every morning before he puts a a, a joke in for that day. He doesn't do anything else. What does that tell you, man? I I, I experienced all that with with Yaden down here, bro. It it, it was the same exact. And they'll they'll all they'll all tell you they'll all tell you two things. One, oh, I live, breathe, and eat it, and shit it, and it's all I've ever wanted to do. Oh, sure you have, okay. And two, oh, I gave up this, I gave up that. You didn't give up anything, okay. You made a choice, and for that, for and the fact of the matter is, in your life, anybody out there listening, pay attention. Every time you make a choice, there's a price. There's a cost. It's going to cost you something. You get not, absolutely nothing in life for free. So when you choose to, I'm going to be a wrestler, oh, the sacrifices, shut up. Quit your bitching. You ain't sacrificed nothing. You know what you did? You made a choice, and that's what it takes to do it, period. 
I'm not going to sit here and cry and go, oh, I sacrificed all this with my kids. And you know what else I was able to do? Give my kids a life they otherwise wouldn't have had. I was able to give them experiences they otherwise wouldn't have got. I was able to take them places, let them see things and do things that they otherwise wouldn't have seen or done. All because I sacrificed. Yeah. You know, shut up. One of my favorite movies, Al, of all time, and I always remember it, one of my favorite movies of all time is Do the Right Thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got Mookie and Sal, and Mookie's working for Sal. And I'll never forget, Mookie, Mookie says something about, like, he, he wanted something for free. And Sal turns around, and you know, Danny Aiello in that Italian, what free? There is no free. There is no free, bro. There's no free. No, yeah. there's not. You Nobody came to your house, put a gun to your head, and said, be a wrestler. Right. You know, get out of the house and go down to the arena. Nobody does that. Well, you, you know, now you're going to cry about what you didn't get. Oh, and I've got a new, i got a name for our new segment. Go segment. ahead. Go ahead, Al. It's called Fuck Around and Find Out. <laughs> I like that. Very nice. Well, Al, listen, we are going to see some people paying heavy dues. We just oh. said nothing's free. No, no, uh, and these all have a lot of expenses to them. So, okay, <laughs> Jeff, if I need, Jeff, if I need to look away, please tell me. Yeah, well, any I didn't get to your guys' submissions. So if you if you sent any in the past two weeks that aren't any of these videos we show today, feel free to resubmit them. And I have to ask you guys to please just uh, one email, two two videos a week. It's hard to, hard to go through them all. So before we play this, uh, uh, before we play this, let's just first point out, Al, they are doing this in front of a full house. Oh. So And, you know, somebody will say, well, you, you know, you did it for a hot dog and a handshake. Well, that's because nobody showed up for you. <laughs> that's why you only got a hot dog and a handshake, because that's what you're worth. I, is, I like these people under the blanket. Under the blanket, under the blanket yeah. yeah. At the dri- they're at the drive-in in, yeah. uh, in October. Yeah. Actually, they're trying to hide their identities. <laughs> we should hold on, Jeff. We should do a thing where we 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 predict before it happens. We're either gonna he's either gonna nut himself or he's he's either gonna splat right on his face. Well, and I want you to know, I want you to also decide after you've watched it as to who came in on training days and who didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Oh boy. Oh god. Oh man. And he gets up like that was the most anticlimactic thing I think I've ever seen. Al, I swear to God, I hate to say this, and you 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 you're not gonna believe this. Al, I saw something very similar on Raw this week. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah. There is okay. What do we we got? Is this is this Sasquatch? Uh, this is uh, this is a man in a gorilla suit. Watch it play out. Now, again, <laughs> remember, remember, these are all the same people who go, "I'm a wrestler," and they put up on their social media that that photo of the ring with just the boards, and they, you know, I I make yeah. sacrifices. I, you know, <laughs> here's my cross. I'm burying it. You know. right, so watch. These are the same group. We got gorilla work. We got pumpkin work here. Yeah, there's a lot of work going on here. And baseball bat work. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Just keep watching. 
He's on huge the effect. Huge effect. That's because of what he likes. It was oh, greatly effective. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, he's okay. He's, he's okay. He's going to get 6-1-9 if Oh, oh, he's still standing. We're okay. Guys, it's good. Oh, my God. Was that guy a hot dog, by the way? Yes. Yeah, that guy was a hot dog. There is a human wiener that hit a, a gorilla with a bat that exploded, and then the gorilla acted like he was knocked drunk and couldn't fall. This yeah. is just this is just Look, one hundred. This, this is speechless. Yeah, it's it's like one, you, said, well, you know why, bro? This right. is this is just one hundred percent making fun of the wrestling business. Oh yeah, yeah, unquestionably. You you you're supposedly in it, but mm. you're making fun of it. Yeah. You're, you're shitting on the very thing that's supposed to be helping you feed your family. Yeah, right. I, I, th- th- this is what always, bro. That's what's always blown blown my mind about Meltzer. You're shitting on Vince McMahon. There is no Dave Meltzer or or dirt sheet writers without Vince McMahon, and and you're sh- shitting on the one thing. But anyway, okay. Now this is Cinder Block. A lot of, a lot of syllabus work this week, you know. Gorilla <laughs> uh, <laughs> work, uh, drug <laughs> selling work, hot dog work, you know, pumpkin work. We've already covered Cinder Block work, but this takes it to a new level. Well, one. What do we got scattered on the Cinder Blocks? What are those well, bugs? If, if the Cinder Blocks are not enough, don't be a pussy. Those are thumbtacks. <laughs> And and this is this is impact. I just know. Yeah. Oh no, this is yeah, impact, this is, bro. This is PCO, and I want you to watch where his head hits. Oh my god! Oh, oh he went right back to the back of it. Look at that! Look! Oh, oh my god! Vince, do you know who that is? That's yeah. Pierre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and and uh, get like that in slow motion, like that, Jeff. Hey, I'm disappointed. Okay, I just got to point out, I'm disappointed. Uh, bad thumbtack work. Never hit him. Oh, ow! Never. Hey, hit him. A thumb, there was a thumbtack. There was one stuck in the back of his head that shows that he smacked his head there. I saw it shining. Like there, there's one. There was huh. one thumbtack stuck. That, that's really poor thumbtack work, if you ask me. Yeah, right there. Yeah, that really is bad. Yeah, good, good uh, cinder block work though. Uh, uh, top nine. Uh, do you think the name of the of the segment's perfect now? Fuck around, find out. Oh my god, bro! Perfect, bro. He's he he he's way over fifty. He's 55, oh, yeah. I believe. 55, 55. yeah. 55. And the guy the guy has been getting over and has gotten this run because he physically just he's, – he's beating the shit out of himself. He's doing all this stuff and taking all these risks and just – am I not right, Jeff? I mean, that's what he does now. He's and, had a career resurgence yeah. in the past, you know, five to ten years. But it's all because he, he's willing to take these ridiculous risks and do things like that with the cinder blocks and things. All right, what yeah. do we got here? This looks like a. Is this AE dub? No, th- this is embarrassing. I did. Th- this is embarrassing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Here we go. Oh yeah! Oh man, bro. Oh, just watch. It gets better. This is great blow for it. Just so you know. Kicks him in the head. 
Get to the edge. Uh, while I'm here, I'll go. Jeez. You know, so, when these guys go backstage, somebody needs to beat the shit out of them. Like, you're embarrassing our business. I mean, like, a lot of these are funny and stupid. That That's embarrassing. I just can't imagine. Can you imagine, bro, t- you're working with a veteran, and you tell a veteran, this is what I'm going to do? Can you imagine, Al? Well, either they, if it's me, I'm going to, okay. And then when he goes to do it, I'm going to just pull him off. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I get they get backstage, I go, what happened? I go, Oh man, I'm sorry. I lost my balance, and you know, I just I drug you off the rope. That that reminds me of the guy that works with you guys that does those funny videos, uh, Vaughn. What's oh, his Jack name? Vaughn, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did one like that, and we had it on the show where he's checking his watch when the guy's up on the rope doing shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. But man, that's that's don't that's I mean, a, that I'm not a wrestler, Al. Doesn't that piss you off a bit? Oh, absolutely, it does. Yeah, like you know, just like the hot dog and the monkey. I mean, it, 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 that kind of stuff, or when I watch the throw the grenade in the ring or, Hey, we'll do everything. We'll slow down and we'll do everything in slow motion. Those things are, you know, again, it doesn't live in a bubble, you know, and it's no wonder that people make fun of us and, you know, don't respect uh, professional wrestling because we don't respect it ourselves anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, there's you can do things and and be entertaining and be comedic you know in the right situation they've always done those things mm-hmm. all within the context though of you know it, you of selling the idea that you're still trying to win but something funny happens you know what i mean yeah, you do yeah, something yeah. to embarrass the heel or you know you can be, you can do things in a, a the right way but these things are not being done in the right way they're done to completely lampoon the very business that you're wanting an audience to pay to believe in. And that's, that's bad. It's not good. What do we got going on here, Jeff? Al said to watch the guy that's giving the move on this one. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, they're, holding, they're, they're holding on for dear life. Oh! Now look at the guy. Did you see the guy at the end? The guy that gave the move now sells it like he took it. <laughs> oh. That is so bad, Al, because again, man, bro, the WWE, when they, yeah, I, I, I see it all the time. When, they, when they're going up to the third rope, you see them bracing themselves, getting in position, holding on. So it, it, it is so clear to the naked eye. You, you could be watching wrestling for the first time and yeah. you see, and, and I'm like, do they not realize that people are seeing this or do they just not know how to do it? So well, they, it looks like it's not being planned. They, 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 they're no longer trying to do things to make them look as realistic as possible. They're just trying to do things to make them look as cool as possible. Yeah. And again, to prove my point, they're not doing it for you. They're doing it for each other. They're doing it for the wrestlers in the back. They're no longer performing for the fans. 
they're now performing for the and that looks so slow and yep. so drawn out and yep, so sure. sloppy because and the only people that it would go oh that was cool man were the guys in the back or yep. a guy sitting out in the audience that's a correspondent for one of the newsletters yeah yep. you know that's absurd uh, what do we got involved in this jeff uh, fire thumbtacks. He's going to catch on fire. Oh, he, he did. He didn't. Oh, he didn't because it went out, but it, it went out with him stuffing it with his back. Wait, go back one more time, Jeff. Let's look at that again. Uh, he got burned. You know, he got burned. There's no way he didn't. But yeah, uh, again, probably what you didn't see in there was, again, a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Why have safety equipment? I mean, really. Now this is a uh, this is a ring apron uh, bump here. Oh yeah, watch this. Watch this. Oh. And oh. See how you know like I'm watching this it, but you know, you know how this feels out. You know how this feels. And he screams. I want you to look at the size of the building. There's <laughs> How many people are going to go and share this with how many people over just that one move? And this person risked potential paralyzation for just that. You know what and, I mean? And, and I think both clips are the same person um, because they scream the same after the move both times. Oh. What? <laughs> and what and, an and idiot. But, but, but not, not only that, Al, like... Yeah, go back one more time. Go back. He, look at this. Because first of all, bro, I don't know what that feels like. I, I know what it looks like. It feels like Al knows what it feels like. Oh. Al, look at the people in attendance in the first row. Like they're numb to this. Yeah. Oh, look, there is no cell whatsoever of the people in the first row. Look. And look at me. I'm laughing. What an idiot. What an idiot. Uh, Here's uh, the same one from a different angle. <laughs> that's a different one, yeah. Ah, bro. <laughs> what a moron. Oh, what a moron. Oh, my Complete God. maroon. I swear. Go oh, back. Go back. Watch that man. again. Watch that again. The yeah. guy broke his tailbone. What a dumbass. <laughs> I think Bro, you, I swear that's those are two different clips. Those yeah, they're two guys. different clips. Yeah, yeah. You, two, and now take then take this in. Two human beings had the same idea, and neither one worked very well. Yeah, I think it's the same guy in both clips because he does the Uh-oh. same scream afterwards, and his tattoo looks the same. It's oh, hard to tell because you can't see his face in the first one. Yeah. But his tattoo looks exactly the same. And he screams exactly the same. This is all of him, guys. This is all about conditioning, you know, your audience. And now they're at the point that they've done everything. We've seen everything. We so so there. Nothing means anything. Go back to the last episode of Wrestlers, bro, because Al has conditioned the crowd. The wrestlers have conditioned the crowd, bro. When Al, when you threw a clothesline. The place exploded, bro. A yeah. freaking clothesline. And that's the, the beauty and the art. Oh. Wrestling is that you can make literally anything mean everything. 
and you can literally make everything mean nothing. And these videos are an example of that. What are we looking at here? We got chains as ropes now. Yeah, what, what, yeah, what, is, what is that? What are we I guess, looking at here? Yeah, it, it looks like they got like yeah a, a wooden perch or something built there. It's a metal perch, and it, I think this is GCW or uh, King's Road Wrestling. I'm not really sure which one. Uh, they both do a lot of the... <sighs> hold on, hold on. That should be it. Oh, no. He kicked out. Oh, my God. Wait, he's going to get up now. Yeah, he's the Undertaker, apparently. Oh, God. Watch. That should be it. And there you go. We literally took something and made it mean nothing. Those two moves have zero consequence in that match. Think about that. A Canadian destroyer now off of that perch, through a table, the guy kicked out at two and got up like, uh-uh, not doing it today, bitch. Mm. Uh, you got to literally, again, we got to go back to the Ian and Axel Rotten days and bring a gun, apparently, to the ring and shoot somebody. Yeah. All right, what do we got here, Jeff? Uh, something I'm glad the camera is from this angle. So the the woman just pulled up her. Oh, this is a woman. That's a woman. Apparently, yeah, yeah, I believe so. And she stuffed uh, the referee into her crotch. <laughs> it's gross, man. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, it, 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 that was a real slobber knocker right there. I'll tell you. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. <laughs> uh, uh, that, that was a real slobber knocker. Now we know where that term came from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's this called again? Uh, fuck around, find out. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Jeff. Oh, boy. Get out the way. Out the way. You're the guy who just paid for them damn seats. <laughs> Run it back real quick. And- <laughs> If you can, Jeff, and listen, listen. Sometimes the commentary from the audience. I didn't go far enough, did I? You didn't go far enough, huh? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to see that again. <laughs> <laughs> listen. No. They just paid for them, man. That was a man. Do that again. Do it again. Yeah, this is something else right here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What is that? Like, he who, had just- who in the right mind goes, hey, I got this great idea. I'm going to fireman's carry you, and I'm going to DVD you onto the ring apron at first. And the other guy goes... Fuck yeah. yeah, let's do it. They have no no clue what they're doing. They're just throwing each other around with no clue, bro. How they're going to land, where they're going to land, nothing. Jesus. And the audience reacted, didn't react at all. They just kind of went, oh. The best part of that was, was the guy going, they just paid for them damn chairs. <laughs> Uh-oh, what is this, bro? Oh yeah, yeah. That that's how you do it. 
That's called the old undercarriage. <laughs> that's, that's the grundle grab right there. That <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I believe this is another one, Al, you marked to listen to the fan commentary. On okay. This. Yeah. <laughs> Now back, now qualifies to score a victory. (laughs) Listen to the American Gladiators. What was the objective of that match? I mean, to hang from the rafter and who got knocked down first? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. What do we got? Watch this, Lunacy. Every time I see this building, I know there's some idiocy about to happen. (laughs) Vince, watch the guy on the right because the camera doesn't do a good job here, but you want to watch the guy in the red. God, bro. Jeez. It's like a circus act. I swear. It is, it is not like it is a circus act. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Play, play, I want to see that one more time, Jeff. It's pretty, I mean, the athleticism, but, and the wrist, though, again. <laughs> How long did that guy have to stand out in the crowd to be ready to do that? I mean, oh, the guy just lands on the floor anyway. Yeah, boom! Oh, watch this! Oh, I believe one of these is a woman, right? In these, yeah, I believe it is. That is. What is that? I think the fork. Oh, come on, bro! Come on, Jeff, kill that! This is all in one match. Oh my god, bro. All in one match. All in one match. This is the highlights of several matches. This is all in one match. He did it to himself. And then she does it to herself. It's amazing. Because now you talk about all this shit means nothing. Nothing. Well, I'll I'll tell you what means something. Al, you tell me. We're not even seeing the whole match. We're just seeing, like, clips of the match. Al, please correct me if I'm wrong. You are a professional wrestler who's been doing this for 40 years bro those two people are not going to be the same after that match that's that's what will stick jeff we'll forget everything you did you're not going to forget that match for the rest of your life al there's no one in the audience i guarantee you a year from now going to remember that they're not going to remember anything that those people did and that's not just that match right okay yeah. I mean, okay, remember now, we just saw just the highlights of that match. How many of those things, those ridiculous stunt-type things, did we just see in that one single match? I mean, it was absurd. 
I want it. I want you to understand, though, because I, I tell this to all of the students, a, a seminar, everything. I want you to think of your most favorite match. The first one that comes in your head was just being a fan, right? Tell you know, you don't need to tell me who it is because usually it's never one of mine. So I'm getting used to that. Uh, you got the match in your head? Tell me anything other than just the finish. Be honest. You can't. You might remember a spot or two, but you really only remember the finish. And really, you only remember who won and how you felt. Am I not right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Then why do you see these people sit in a locker room so consumed with every minor detail other than the finish? Al, I even say this, and you'll know this, you know, you know, writing OVW. I used to know this with every show I wrote. We got it, we got a two-hour show. I wrote some three-hour shows for Nitro. You know what they're gonna remember, Al? The last thing they saw. That's what they're gonna remember. You bro, you got a two-hour show. The last thing they see, that's all they're gonna remember, bro. And all everything before that is all a build-up to just that last yep. moment. Yep. Yeah. Yep, exactly. You're absolutely right. I I just, I can't believe these individuals killing themselves. Like, I just can't believe it, bro. I can't believe it. That guy that, you know, dove headfirst off onto the ring apron. You know, we see him in two different matches doing it. I guarantee nobody left that building. And then the next day we're at the water cooler going, this idiot dove headfirst off and landed on the ring apron. They're not even going to talk about it. No, nope. you know it, it didn't elicit much of a response. That that Japanese match that you know clearly because it was in Japan is going to be five stars. You know if it's a Kirk at all, it's five stars. Um, <laughs> it, it, no one in that audience is going to remember what those two did uh, uh, the next day. They're not even going to remember it after they left the building because there's there's no way they can digest or consume everything that occurred in that match. No way. Let's not even get into the fact that physically there was a complete mismatch of a guy who's bigger, heavier than the woman. And yet they're both doing stuff to each other equally as if they're both exactly the same physical size. And I'm not talking about her being a woman. Oh, you're being misogynistic. No, I'm not. I've literally had this conversation with two men who have stood together and one was five foot six and the other one was six foot two. And the one was 180 pounds if he was lucky. And the other one was 250. And they acted like they were both equally the same size. Al, (laughs) based on what Al is saying. Okay. Al Adam crown jewel, which I think is this weekend. I think, uh, drew McIntyre is going up against, uh, Seth Rollins for the championship. So this past Monday, exactly what Al said, they got Drew McIntyre against Sami Zayn. This Uh is a week before Drew's going for the title. Uh Bro, Sami Zayn and Drew go 50-50. And then, bro, there has to be outside interference for Drew to go over. And I'm saying to myself, Bro, Sami Zayn is bringing Drew McIntyre to the limit. There's outside interference, which allows Drew to go over. And I'm supposed to believe this guy could be Seth Rollins? How, how, are, you, how are you selling Drew McIntyre? You protected Sami Zayn. Yes. 
mistake of selling Drew McIntyre on the go home show where we're expecting that an audience is going to have that this match is going to have any kind of heat that's going to draw any kind of interest by an audience to go, man, we got to watch this. I, you know, I think uh, Seth Rollins is in trouble because uh, Drew McIntyre looks like he's unstoppable. Well, he doesn't look unstoppable. Nope. He couldn't even handle Sami Zayn. Right. You know, and, you know, that that's that's just bad business. And that's that's ego booking is what that is. And that's placating booking is what yeah. that is. Yeah. Oh, we'll placate the talent. You know, Sammy's got to put Drew over. Well, we'll make sure he gets his shit in and we'll have somebody run in and interfere so that, you know, he didn't really lose. Yeah. Well, then why are you bothering pushing Drew and putting him in that spot with Seth if you're not going to sell him all the way? Yeah, And that's it, at the top level, bro. That's the top half level. Yeah, you can't be half pregnant, yeah. you know. Yeah, so what, what do we got here, Jeff? What do I know? It's you. Oh, gee. What, what, is she, what is she? She said something to him, bro. Did she smarten him up first? She whispered something to him. What, what, is this a new Go thing? Go back and watch. Go back and watch. He's great. Or what is no, that? It's, those are that they're used in construction and they are metal and they have sharp, razor sharp points, like, you know, little triangles on the, on the underside of it. And what you use them for is to basically hold where An two angle? people would join. Yeah. And you use them as metal plates and you hammer them into the wood and then nail, put nails in or screws to join it's the wood. Just, it's extra support. Yeah, it's abrasive. Yeah. So they have now taken these. Now watch. He's standing there watching her walk up like it's a bar and she's about to offer to buy him a drink. Right. And it's not like, you know, he's he's like in trouble or anything. She casually walks up. She doesn't struggle to get his arm. He just gives it to her and then proceeds. It doesn't like pull it out of her back pocket like surprise. She just looks at him and goes and starts pounding it into his arm. Like, well, you're an idiot. Look. Like he's unconscious. And wacko. Yeah, does his left arm not work where he can't smack her? That's what I said. Well, thank, thank God she didn't do it to his bad arm. I mean, <laughs> his, his arm is in a brace. Thank God, Al. Hey, this safety first, okay? All right. Oh, if you're gonna do, you're gonna do this. These, you know, you're gonna do this uh, construction equipment work. Then, you know, <laughs> this is incredible. Safety. I don't know if we've seen shopping cart work before, Al. Yeah, watch. Yeah, we're. This is again. The syllabus just continues to grow. Uh, the the way that this this woman handles shopping cart work is amazing. <laughs> it was like she went across the finish line. Let's do that again. Let's see it again. Like pushing pushing grandma down the aisle, and grandpa yeah. waxed her with light tubes. Like what yeah. what, what is going and on? Listen to the listen to the audience. Listen to the reaction again. Can you do it one more time? Because I want to bring, I want to point out an observation. I have no idea how heavy this woman is in this cart, but it must be quite girthy because watch how how little speed and momentum this guy generates with the cart. Look how hard he's pushing. The guy, the guy is his feet are all the way back, like he's trying. And bro, the funny thing is, bro, again, Al, I'm going to go to this again. If Jeff, if you uh, watch the the end of that one, 
Jeff, I mean, Al, the audience, they're laughing. They're like, is that supposed to, like, literally, is that the response they're going for? I don't know what they're all They're all freaking laughing. They're laughing, bro. And it makes the wrestling business as a whole look like a joke. Oh, my God. Yeah, no wonder we still have the attitude that we're nothing but carny sideshow entertainment, you know? Uh, all right, what did we got? Was this in the block work? Well, well, this is in the block work, but look at the incredible athleticism of this uh, clearly honed and razor sharp athlete that's in the break. <laughs> Holy the Thunder Ball. Oh, <laughs> there was a conversation in the back between two adults. If one went, hey, I'm going to hang upside down, put a cinder block in your face. I'm going to take the other cinder block, run across the ring, and throw it into that cinder block. You'll be okay. It'll be fine. And the other guy went, yeah, sure, that would be cool. Oh, oh my it. God, bro. See what's oh, the name my. of it? Fuck around and find out. I mean, oh, man. Yeah. And listen to the audience. If you could run that one more time, Jeff, I apologize. But just listen to the oh. audience. Be your point, Vince. Listen to the reaction. Again, Razor Honed Athlete. Oh. That's it. Yes. <laughs> the silence has said they were armed guards at all four ring posts ready to shoot someone if they made a noise. Oh, my God, bro. All right. This, is the, this is the last one here. The last Perfect. Thank God. Nido, center of the ring. Oh, oh my word! Oh. Assist. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I lied. There, there is one more. I was wrong. Let's do that one again. There is. I'm, I'm not watching that one. Again, this, one. this is again. We're, we they discussed this before they went out there. Look, okay, yeah, dude. So my partner's going to pull you up into a power bomb, and then before he gets to throw you, I'm going to hook you and German suplex you right onto the top of your head. What do you think? Awesome. <laughs> All right, here's the last one. I, I had one more. Can you imagine? Can you, bro, can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine someone, bro? Like somebody has a clip of that. Okay, Al, yeah. and they go to a they go to, <laughs> to a head, neck, and spine specialist. Yeah, and they tell the special. Listen, man. I want you to watch this clip because this is what I'm going to do on my on our next wrestling show. You think this is safe? The guy is immediately going to call and have you put <laughs> literally put into a mental hospital for your own safety. Oh you're my clearly, God, bro. You're clearly a danger to yourself. All right, Jeff, this is the finish now. Yeah. Right, did you see that? Take that in. Take that in. I'm going to vertically suplex you and just throw you so you drop on your head. That's what I'm going to do. Why? Where did the the mutual respect for another human go? Where did the... It is now all about me. It is all about I need to do stuff to get myself over. And hey, if you get injured along the way... Brother, I'm sorry. You just clearly didn't know how to do suplex bump work correctly. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, where does this end? And where does it end? I mean, every week I find more and more ridiculous stunt 
type stuff. That Japanese match with that guy and that girl. I mean, what's left? What was left to do? You know what I mean? It, it, there's, it, it's it never ending, and 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 it's always again. It, oh, they've got to just keep not raising the bar but lowering it. You know, and you're seeing the response. There's yeah. no response they, to this stuff. Become, they become desensitized. Right. It, it, it's not like shocking. It's not done. You know, in a manner that elicits and evokes an emotional reaction. It's just they're doing it just for each to entertain the boys. That's it. You know, to impress someone in the back that and go, wow, man, I can't believe you took that. I can't believe you did that. You know, oh, that was really cool the way you, you know, went to suplex him and just threw him on his head. Wow, that was really cool. You know, how you power bombed and then the, your partner grabbed him and German suplexed him on their head. Hey, that was really cool. You took that bump on the ring apron like that, man. You know, because nobody in the audience knows that ring apron, what it feels like. No one knows what the ring feels like. There is no, you cannot justify to me how that all makes sense. I, I don't. I and don't not like, only that, bro, you got to back it up too. Like, this is another thing that that blows me away. Bro, listen, man, when, you, when you've got a, uh, uh, a professional uh, um, um, magician, when mm-hmm. you've got a professional dancer, a professional choreographer, bro, we are talking about weeks and weeks and weeks of them doing a tr- practicing a trick. Oh, yeah. Michael yeah. Jackson with his dancers. That's yeah. weeks and weeks. Al, you and I both know 99% of this shit, they're coming up with the day oh, off. Yeah. They're oh, yeah. going out to the ring for oh, th- three o'clock in the afternoon. Right, yeah. I mean, right or wrong. Yeah, they're sitting there. They're sitting there again, you know, much like Yaden's place, same as mine. Okay. They all week they've got access to a training facility. You know what I mean? And to, to really train and practice, don't bother going. The day of the show, they show up two or three hours early, and the ring is completely inundated with people in there now practicing this absurd stunt wrestling. Yep. You know, and it's all done to impress each other. It's not done for an audience at all. Yeah. You know, I, that I'm telling you, everyone, you know, no one, I've yet to get any heat from it say, stating this in public, which really shocks me. The two things I always expect that I'm going to get blowback for are the fact that, one, you're not entitled to get paid, period. You're not. And two, the fact that uh, I take, you know, I've pointed out that the wrestlers no longer work for the audience. They work for each other. I've waited for someone to go, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. But nobody has because you know why? Deep down, they know it's the truth. Yep. They know it's the truth. They know they're going out there for one purpose. That's not to entertain that audience. It's to entertain each other. And it's to entertain one person who is a correspondent for the newsletters. That's all it's for. It's it's to impress a Dave Meltzer or it's to impress the boys. That's it. Fuck the audience. They paid their money to show up and be entertained. Hey, I'm not here for you. I Because I, I deserve to get paid. Because whether there's 10 people in there or two people or 200 or 1,000, I deserve to get paid. Because I, I'm performing a task, I'm wrestling for you as a, and, and as such, I need to get paid because I, that's fair. 
No, it isn't. You didn't draw anybody. Nobody showed up to see you. That was your task. Your task wasn't to wrestle. Your task was to attract an audience. And you can't even do that. Al, I will never forget, bro. You can't can't even attract an audience. Listen, Lobster Boy in the tent used to be able to attract an audience. And all he did was sit on a pillow and talk at a mic. I was holding it like this. Al, I swear, I'll never forget. This goes way back, man. This goes way back to the beginning of the X Division. Okay, this is when AJ were in it and Daniels and all these guys. So, Jeff, they do this crazy, ridiculous match. Okay. And I'll never forget, man. I'm standing there with Matt Conway. You know, this is this this is like maybe 15 minutes after the match. And AJ comes to us in a huff. He is hot. And he's cutting a promo on me and Conway that we 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 didn't appreciate what Chris Daniels did out there. And I swear to God, bro, Conway and I looked at each other and like started laughing right in front of AJ. We're like, bro, we didn't tell him to do that shit. <laughs> like, seriously? Like, we like, like, you have to do, to do that ridiculous shit, bro. Yeah. Oh God. Oh. Yeah. Well, how did? You, how are you responsible for that? Al, this is this is what I talk about, man. This this, this is my biggest concern. Put all the uh, put all the kidding aside. Yeah, this is my biggest concern, and and you know, like everybody knows, I'm a big baseball fan. Al, listen, baseball new, bro. Ratings are going in the shitter. Nobody's watching baseball anymore. We need to do something. So you know, last year, last year there were rule changes and adjustments because we need to put more asses. We need to go this way and not that way. And bro, it worked. Uh, last year, you know, the, the numbers are in. More people watch baseball. More people spent money, et cetera. I've got, I've got changes. I, I need to be the commissioner. Yeah. I know what to do. I do. Uh, if you're at bat and you hit the ball, you can run the bases with the bat. And that way, anybody trying to get you out, you can. I like that. Very nice. Very right? Yeah. And uh, two, if you catch the ball, just like kickball, you can throw it at the runner and get him out. I like that. That'll work. That'll and work. everybody should wear a gorilla suit and a hot dog suit. <laughs> But you know, Al, here's my point. We yeah. we have years and years and years of data, and we're seeing this. Bro, yeah. Raw just did for, like bro under 1.5 million for, for the three hours. And my, you know, back in the day, that would have been that would have caused a stroke. You that's know what I mean? what, here is my point. We are seeing this numbers. This is factual. Yeah. Who is going to make the adjustment? And when? I do it in OVW. Right, know. but nobody pays attention to you, Al. No, they don't. Nobody, they don't. That's what we, we, me and Jeff talked about that yesterday. You, Billy over at NWA, like, like for whatever reason, none of you guys exist. No. Huh? No, because we don't, you know, don't subscribe or ascribe to what they now claim. I don't drink the Kool-Aid. You know, you're not going to convince me that the business has changed or altered one bit. We have that conversation all the time. I, I don't I don't buy it because until we come up with something new that's fake, what we are still selling the audience is the same today as it was 100 plus years ago. We, they were selling who the threat wrestler was and why, why this match mattered, what was at stake. They were not selling the moves. They still aren't doing that today. In boxing, 
you watch a boxing match for only two reasons. Who is fighting who and why? What's at stake? That's it. Period. You watch football for the same reason. You watch baseball for the same reason. Basketball. Who's playing who and why? What's at stake? Why is it important? Was there a story? Is there a rivalry? Is there two players that are now going to match up like old gun west fight, you know, yeah, old yeah. West gunslingers? You, you, that's what motivates you to watch. That's the heat, the want, the need, the desire to see the outcome, period. It's not, you know, and you're expecting that you're going to see some great athleticism. Absolutely. But that's not what, what made you buy the ticket. What made you buy the ticket was because you wanted to see ultimately who was going to come out on top. Who was going to win? You know, is the the person you identify going to win or is the person that you want to see lose going to absolutely somehow pull it out in triumph and then you're going to be upset because justice wasn't done? That's what sells. It sells in wrestling. It sells in every form of entertainment, period. And sports entertainment especially. And, you know, this, like I said, it's like a cult. And it extends all the way to the rafters of WWE. You know, just a common sense thing of, hey, we're selling Drew McIntyre. Hey, Sammy, we need you to do the favor. we got to get Drew over really strong to look like he's a threat for Seth. And that Seth now is going to be, we got to create that question, that, that, you know, heat of, oh, man, you know, look at how Drew handled, uh, you know, Sammy. Boy, Seth, Seth's going to have some problems. I mean, we got to watch this because of what Seth's going to do against Drew. Drew's bigger than him. He's taller than him. He's stronger than him. You know, how's Seth going to overcome that? No, instead, instead, hey, it don't matter. We're not selling that. We'll protect Sammy. We'll make sure he looks good, you know. Well, okay. You know, what do I, what do I know? I mean, you know, your, your ratings, I mean, I can't say anything. It's not like I'm drawing money. Not like what, you know, you know they are, clearly. You know, but you can tell, like you said, due to the ratings, you know, and I don't recall, and maybe I'm wrong, but it wasn't that long ago. I don't know, you know, maybe uh, last year, maybe, I don't know. They were at least in the twos. Uh, hey, bro, it's Al, it's been literally years since the twos. Well, really? SmackDown has been, SmackDown has Yeah, been. SmackDown, I'm talking about Raw, yeah. I'm just talking but about Raw. Now, keep in mind, from what I had heard, you know, they sold them, you know, WWE, of course, is going to sell, you know, SmackDown to Fox. And Fox is willing to invest based on them thinking they were going to get fives. You know, they were expecting yeah, to get Eric five. Bischoff said, five, five and a half to six million or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, so they now set their pricing based off of that so they can make a profit off that billion dollar lease. You know what I mean? Yep. And it didn't come close. It the highest was maybe a three. Uh, no, Whatever. no, the highest was not, it never hit three. Never really. Well, no, the, fir- the first one. week, the, the first, first week, week did three point eight million, and then they just you know went never down. made three again. Never yeah. made three. Wow. Again. Yeah. And that, well, then that, what a shock that you know Fox is like, <laughs> you know what, we ain't doing this no more. Bro, they're drinking their own Kool Aid, bro. That that's what's beautiful to me, man. They, yeah, I mean they they all are so firmly convinced. Everyone in the even guys that should know better yeah. are firmly convinced. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I get it. I mean, it really is like you're trying to you're pushing against the tide. You really are when you're the lone voice in the room 
and and everybody's you know buy, drinking the Kool Aid, and it's it's all about what we, it's changed. It's different now, you know. No, but that's all old school, you know. And everybody's chanting that, and you're the one guy in the room, way in the back, going, uh, "No, no, it's not. Uh, it's still the same." And then they just march on ahead. Yeah. And the talent ultimately are the ones that are responsible for doing it, you know. And it, it's it's a very tough road to hoe trying to be the one voice that directs that talent to do what you know ultimately is really the right thing to do, you yeah. know. Yeah. And well, you know, say what you want, and I I'll, I'll commend Greg Whiteley, which is which rightfully I should, you know, uh, for wrestlers. But part of the appeal was that the guys that are in the ring were this kind of the same guys that were out of the ring too, because I tell all of them, if you, you, you know, it's not a character, it's an extension of your personality that you turn way up. So that was why it all seemed so seamless because Haley J is exactly the same in the ring as she is out of the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, cash flow is the same guy in the ring. It is out. He just, he's more amped up when he's in the ring. Shira, same guy, you know, that's, you know, it, you, you, you can now believe in these people um, all the way through, you know? Yeah. Well, Well, I believe, I believe, is this the big weekend with Ma in Lima? Yeah, it is. This is it. This is it, bro. Oh yeah. Oh, and I might have some, some big OVW news coming up here soon too. So, uh, you know, I just want to put that little teaser out there. Big, 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 well, big OVW news. Not season two yet. We still. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm looking forward oh, to that, oh. bro. I'm, I am. So not season two, but other big news. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking very forward to that. All right. Now, what this weekend, bro? Let's start there because this okay. is happening in a couple of days, yeah. bro. I'm doing this stand-up comedy uh, with David Voxballen. We're doing tag team stand-up comedy at the Veterans Memorial Civic Center in Lima, Isle, my hometown. Yeah, I'm coming home, boys. Never did I realize that like 50 years ago when I was 10 years old that I would be returning to my hometown to perform stand-up comedy in front of my mother. Uh, it will be in the audience. This <laughs> is going to be an absolute delight. Oh, that is so surreal. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This coming from the woman that when I went, when I want to be, a, I said, I want to be a professional wrestler, mom. She went, what are you trying to do? Kill me? And I was like, What? <laughs> you try to kill me. I'm like, you live in a ranch house. You don't even have a basement. There are no stairs for me to push you down. I think you're safe. I think you'll be fine. So, all right. So, how do they get tickets for this out? Uh, they can go to um, the, the Veterans Veteran Memorial Civic Center website. Uh, there's a ticket outlet there. Uh, they can get the VIP tables. That includes a dinner. Um, yeah, a dinner and a show. Ah, there you go. So they get uh, dinner with, with not they don't you don't you, they don't get dinner with you, do they? No, they don't get dinner with me. No, I mean, right. how how much fun would that be? Yeah, um, do they get dinner with your mom? My mom's going to be, you know, she's going to get she's getting the VIP table and having dinner. She's bringing my whole family too. My brothers are coming, and that's awesome. My, my daughter and how, how how bro, if that if that's building has been around since you've been a kid, how long has that building been around? Uh, the Veterans Memorial Civic Center, they built that back in the, uh, I think in the 80s, if I remember correctly. Yes. So it's so, been there, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been, you know, when they were trying to revitalize downtown. 
Didn't work, but yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's that's this Friday. What what else we yeah. got going? That's Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday. Oh, I saw OVW sold out again. Sold out again. Yes, yeah. uh, I'm doing an experiment on TV tonight. Okay, since it's Halloween, I am. Uh, I've made every match is going to be a stipulation match, but the the gimmick is. The two wrestlers or four wrestlers or whoever come out, they're introduced, and then the randomizer happens, ah. and then it comes up a random I spin, the, spin the wheel, make the deal. Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, awesome. So, you know, the audience will always – it'll be a big surprise for the audience because it'll always be something different every match. Yeah, that uh, is – I love that. That's awesome, man. And uh, you won't know until they're out there and until it's spun and comes up and then – Away we go. So I thought it would be, you know, I haven't really done something like that, especially I've not had every single match be a stipulation match. And as a result, you know, you know, you'll get this. I mean, I've got 12 segments I have to write every week. Right. Really, I only could have six matches this week because each each match is going to take two segments. Yeah. Because you've got seg- the first segment where you bring the talent out. Right. You now do the randomizer, you get the reactions, you get the match started, you go to break, then you come up for the real body of the match on the backside and the finish. So I've got to do that, you know, each and every segment. I've got to. So have let's go through the wheels. A cinder block match. A uh, cinder block match. Uh, grocery cart match. Grocery uh, cart. The anything orange yourself. A blaze match. Uh, a construction, construction support construction match. Equipment match. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, gorilla and hot dog match, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. All right. Well, yeah. so, so, well, that's on fight. Remember mascot wrestling mascot match? match. Yeah. That is on fight, right? Yeah, that's on fight every Thursday live from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern on Fight TV. Uh, you can watch OVW live. Uh, and you can see us across the nation from Canada down to Puerto Rico, Guam, Virgin Islands, Bahamas on multiple different national networks. We're in about 100 million homes. Um, And if you want more information on OVW, you can go to ovwrestling.com. Now, I know that after watching all of these amazing videos that we've shown you people today, you're absolutely, completely inspired. You weren't inspired by the docuseries Wrestlers that's on Netflix right now, and you can support that by hashtag Wrestlers Netflix. No, that didn't really get the blood up that didn't really make you dream of the possibilities and potentials of being a real wrestling superstar, being able to literally perform in front of tens and tens of people around. (laughs) It wasn't until you saw the videos and the unique usage of cutlery and household appliances and hardware construction equipment, you know, along with cinder blocks and, who knew what marvels you could do with flame and fire? I mean, it, <laughs> you know, uh, and it really inspired you. And you thought, you know, someday I'm going to be a guy in a gorilla costume and get hit with a bat and drunk cell. And you're in luck because if you want to know how to do it, we always update our syllabuses to where we're on the cutting edge of every type of work, especially incredible uh, flying Lewinda rope work, you know, where you just go out for a casual stroll around the entire ring and just once in a while boot your guy in the head. Uh, you can go to ovwacademy.com and learn all of that and a hell of a lot more because every week we scour the Internet to find new techniques 
and new types of work so that we can just constantly keep you right there on the edge. That's all it'll be. Matt, Matt Jones says you don't keep up with today's product. Oh, please, how insulting! Well, I don't know if I, I don't know if I told you this for. I'm sure I have, but bro, I swear to God, we're getting closer to this. We are getting closer to this, bro. I saw a video a couple of years ago where it, it, it was in California, and bro, you know, tattoo tattoos are blase. You know, they're bored. Tattoos and piercing and all that shit is out. Yeah. So this is what they were doing in L.A., bro. Like, this is what they started doing. So you could have a a tattoo that nobody else has. Bro, right hand of God, you went to an empty warehouse. Warehouse is set up. You sit in a chair. Okay. This is all about safe. Um, yeah, there, there's, there's like a, there's a wall of sandbags behind you. Bro, I, I watched this. This is no shit. Bro, a sharpshooter comes in and what and, and an ambulance is on the scene. And the sharpshooter, bro, shoots you through the shoulder. They immediately put you in the ambulance to take you to the hospital. But now, bro, you've got a scar that no one else has. Bro, that's yeah, a shoot. No that's one else shoot. is an idiot. Yes. That's a shoot. I mean, is that where we're going with this? Yes. How is that? That is, that is what it, it is a perfect, honest to God, it is a perfect social commentary of what is wrong. Everybody goes, what's wrong with this country? What's wrong with this country? I'll tell you what's wrong with this country, okay? It is the fact that we have got it so good in this country, in the United States of America, everyone, and they're going to go, oh, no, you're wrong. Really? We have people that have got it so good, they are so bored with life, they now have to be shot with a bullet so they can feel special. We have it so good that people, you see videos all the time of people going to incredibly high perches and now doing the most ridiculous things, hanging off of a bridge 200 feet over a river because they are so bored. They're looking for anything to make them feel alive. They're so purposeless that they're looking for anything to make them feel alive to the point where they're willing now to legally be shot by a sharpshooter yep. so they can they can feel alive and be unique. It's Bro, I don't I don't know if you know this or or not Al, but early on uh when when they started AEW and they were introducing us to Darby Allen, mm-hmm. he jumped off a bridge. And I'm like, oh, bro, that that's great if a 10 or 12-year-old is watching this and they're fans of Darby Allen. Like, that's a, that's a great thing to show people that this dude's jumping off of bridges. Uh, well, hopefully. Huh, bridge hopefully. work. Bridge work. Hopefully, yeah, I mean, good quality bridge work. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, they ha- the, the children actually have parents that can instill common sense in them to where they'll be like, look at that idiot. He just jumped off a bridge. I hope so. I hope so. All right, what else? Now? We, we didn't get through the plugs. Oh, uh, yeah. You, um, if you want to see my other, you know, stand up uh, uh, in Chicago at uh, the Historic Zanies, it's on the Premier Streaming Network. Uh, if you want me to send you a personalized video, you can check me out on Cameo. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can go to The Real Al Snow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. 
if you are interested in my comic books, you can go to brokeniconcomics.com. If you're interested in me, you can go to amazon.com and you can get self-help life lessons from the bizarre wrestling career of Al Snow. I'm going to probably include a story from the experiences of having my mother in the audience this Saturday night. That's going to be tremendous. She's already told me that she has earplugs ready to stuff them in her ears whenever I pray from big she doesn't want to hear. Hey, didn't you have a Western news on, on the last show? Uh, yes, Unnatural, the Supernatural Western I, I star in. I'm, I'll be at AFM this week, American Film Market, uh, and that will be premiering here very soon. Uh, we are you know, in some talks, serious talks with like Paramount Plus and Paramount about distribution of it. Um, and you, uh, what else was I going to say? Uh, oh, collar and elbow brand.com. Use the code word snowman. You can take 10% off. You can wear all the cool stuff that you saw me wearing on wrestlers. That's on, that's on Netflix. And you can support that by going on social media with hashtag wrestlers, Netflix, and we can try and get that thing trending one more time. Maybe we can get a season two. We've yet to get a confirmation on season two or not. Um, but we're keeping our fingers and toes and testicles crossed just in the hopes that we will. Any, uh, any, uh, a uh, uh, fungal toe cream, uh, you could recommend out. Uh, well, uh, if I were to, <laughs> if we were to take a moment and go through your medicine cabinet, I'm sure I'd probably find that along with All right, bit of the Johnson. great Al Snow, ladies. And say goodbye. A little bit of Doc Johnson stool softener in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say goodbye, Al. We love goodbye. you. Yeah, the great, <laughs> the great Al Snow. What is going on with you, Jeff? Nothing, guys. Check out our Patreon. We have a new look, Ma, that will be out by the time this comes out. We look at what culture covering the hottest wrestling free agents of 2024. So you can check that out in all the past episodes of Look, Ma, and much more, including EC3, Disco. We got a mass shoot theater, a bunch of stuff on there. Patreon.com slash RussoTWC. Yeah, guys, check it out, man. Check out our Patreon program. I think there's a lot on there you'll like. Uh, we plan on on new stuff, man, coming up uh, towards the end of the year. Check it out. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. That is it, everybody. For me and Jerry Jeff Lane, we'll see you next week.